Yellow. Welcome to episode 125 of the Stallion Pancake Podcast. I'm Jason Ackerman. And I'm Yvonne Ackerman. What a week! (laughs) 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 Uh, Gotta move fast around here. We just came from Barry's. Yeah, so we just did our group sweat at Barry's, which was a whole lot of fun. So we got to invite 20 of our... It was stated friends, family, or people off the st- followers, or people off the street, and so we got twenty people off the street. Yeah, because we have no friends or family. We we're like friends, no family, not anymore. Followers, uh, not not really. <laughs> we we people lose off the street. How many followers check. have we lost since we started? Every time we're like Benjamin Button of followers. The thing about us is like when we don't post, we'll gain followers, and the minute we do a story or a post, people are reminded that they still follow us, and then they just they're like get the hell they out. Peace out. They're like, oh shit, I thought I unfollowed that person a long time ago. I don't blame them. Um, I do that too, though. When someone randomly shows up on your feed and like the algorithm hasn't had them showing up in a while, I'll be like, mm. let's name names. What is this? Who, who is I'm not interested. Um, there was a blogger I have f- followed like since I first discovered blogs like 10, 15 years ago. Was disturbing blogs the way that like archaeologists discover things in Greece, like a statue? Long neck dinosaurs. Uh, that's a different type that's of That's different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. I like followed all these like OG vloggers. Like a lot of them lived in Charlotte too. Um, there was like Caitlin Boyle. She was like a huge blogger. She did like Operation Beautiful. I don't know if you know about that, but it was like kind of like putting post-its on the mirror that said like, you look great today. Anyway, she was a super famous Charlotte blogger and she, she quit the internet. All of a sudden one day she was like, I'm about 20 minutes away from 20. She took down her blog, took down her Instagram. Um, but yeah, the one I was, the one I unfollowed, not that I don't like her account, I actually like her blog, but I don't, a lot of times the blog doesn't translate to Instagram. Yeah. I feel like, like I used to really, I still do like her content, but her Instagram content isn't great, but her name's, uh, in my opinion, her name's Run, Eat, Repeat. She's got like tons of followers, so she'll be fine. Um, but I was really interested in her stuff for a while because her, like she had a husband and they broke up. And that's always good drama. Like I feel like you mean when, they got divorced. Yeah, they got divorced. So I feel like when we break, like when we get divorced, like I'm sure we'll gain followers through that. But who's gonna if we split up? You're gonna be at Scallion, and I'm gonna be at Pancake. I I think you're gonna keep everything. To be honest, and I'm gonna be living. Why on don't the you keep the pugs? Because I would, you know. I know they're mine. I came into the relationship with them, but at this point, I'd just rather you kept them. Wow. I don't need them. But anyway, how was your berries? I feel like we killed a lot of people today. We broke their spirits. Berries was hard. People who don't go to berries don't hate on berries because it's... Berries is really hard and it's... And it's you act, don't, it's, you've been to fun. all of them. You've been to all of them. I do. I've done... I, I like... And I actually think it's really helped my... Kind of like my fitness level but like going to a lot of different classes like i used to kind of be in a rut of like i would do the same class or the same like i'd run five days a week yeah you know i just and i yeah, think it's really been, it as i get older i feel like it's really been necessary to uh you know you got to keep your body guessing but i like berries because i never feel bored and i always feel challenged but it's not like sometimes the class is so hard and so challenging that i can't do it and then i feel like i don't get a good workout because when for me when i mod down Usually that just is is me being lazy. You know what I mean? Like I don't really have a good middle ground. Um, there were some of the weights today I couldn't do. I had to put the weight down. Well, like, yeah. I mean, definitely I can still do some modifications, but it's not like it's so challenging where I just give up. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like some some classes you'll be like the best part. This is too much. The instructor is really good, and that when the workout's over, he goes recover. Yeah, he, his name is James, and we really like his class, and that's why we only do the nine thirty on Sundays. And he he just has a really fun voice, like a video game. Yeah, and he goes recover, recover. Um, I liked it how like a couple weeks ago he was like, I was just snowboarding this weekend, and I was like, I need more of that. Like, I want James to like open up the class yeah. with like a little bit of what'd you do this weekend? Yeah. You know, like what's like, going I on was, in my um, life? I was playing. Uh, Fortnite while skydiving, <laughs> something like that. I he was, lives on the edge. I was uh, checking out my 401k while <laughs> I was rebalancing my 401k yeah. on the slopes. Um, <laughs> He's just a cool dude. And like, it's anyway, Barry's is really fun, partially because it's challenging and it's got like, it's dark and loud. And like, which at first you're like, this is kind of like, like you know it's, it's obviously really good branding you don't but, want it to be light though but i feel like it works right like i actually like it i don't want to see like yes people's faces and like my face and, and you're like you look in the mirror when it's dark like i look better in the dark so i like seeing does. myself in the dark everyone you know does. and then it's the music is loud so you can and it always is like sometimes at classes when they have music it doesn't match up like there the music always goes crazy when you're supposed to go crazy which is yeah. nice like it's shitty when you're like you know, max on the treadmill and then they, the song stops and there's like this pause, which, you know, doesn't happen at Barry's. So, um, and then also they have Ori Bay, um, which I discovered, which is like a kind of like shampoo and lotion situation. Oh, I, honestly, when you said Ori Bay, that could have been anything. I thought it was like a type of seaweed you could only find in like one island <laughs> off Japan. It could have been like a type of snail. The girls in the locker room go nuts. They're like, the, get me the Oribe. This lotion's out. I love showering hair because of the Oribe. Like everyone there is very good looking, very thin. Like all the girls wear crop tops. Like every time we go work out there, I'm like, I should just kill myself. Do you ever feel that way? Nope. Um, I had an idea this week and you laughed it off. Mm-hmm. But I like to throw it out to the to our listeners. People are, are always like... Let's meet up. So I was thinking I'm going to have, after tat season, obviously, I'm going to have a stand standing time at Bardo, either Monday or Tuesday, once a month, where people can just come and, like, hang out. Not just with me, but whoever wants to hang out. I'll be there. I mean, I just think it's, like, a I'd little like to presumptuous. It's, like, people are clamoring to go out with Jason, so you're so popular, you have to, like... Well, no. I, I mean, worst case, I just I was get like, to eat Bardo by myself, which autographs? I love. Um, do you I have will autographs rather honestly I'll do whatever you want okay I'm like a, I'm a, everyone pays for you know how own, they're like right? f-list celebrities oh yeah everyone pays their own dinner I'm not paying for anyone's dinner and I don't expect anyone to pay for my dinner it's just like if you want to come chill talk about food well you, you just like talk I, about food I feel like where this is really coming from is that you like to go out more than me so you end up going out alone a lot yeah exactly that's what I'm saying and I have like friends who are like let's meet up and i and i always forget and it's always last minute when i i don't like make choices of where i'm going like a week ahead i'm like i feel like this right now but i feel like if i had like the first monday of every month i'm going to bardo Mm -hmm. whoever wants to come can come yeah then we'll see what happens it'll be like the sky and pancake dinner club I think it's a nice idea. Like when I first heard it, I thought that you were like on your high horse, but then now I'm like, no, it's not about, it's I, not I about people it. hanging out with me. It's like, if you want to just, well, it's actually kind of nice. It's like, yeah, you'll see people more rather than having, it's hard to make plans, right? Cause yeah. then you feel locked into the plans and like, what if something comes up? But like, but yeah, what if that happens with this? You have to like send out a mass 
Yeah, just post release. it on Instagram that says, hey, <laughs> and you should tell me if you're coming so I know, like, at least you're... Okay. Well, I'm not up. coming. I just want to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, it's a Monday. I knew you wouldn't come. Yeah. Things I'd rather do versus going out on a Monday would be literally everything. So... So you want to talk about some Charlotte food place we've been to recently? Yeah. Sounds great. It's been a while since it's been just us two I in know. the studio. I know. So where, so where's some nice places we've been that you've enjoyed? We went to Indaco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went there for... Went to Bossy Beulah's. Brunch. Yeah, let's talk about Indaco. So Charleston Chain, which we actually walked by when we were in Charleston for a night over Christmas because we... well. Just stopping through. But um, yeah, so not been to the original. Um, didn't really know what to think. Um, you know, it's like modern Italian, I would say. Yeah, it's. I'd say it's more American Italian. Yeah, but it's like, it's not... It's like, like Mama Ricotta's is like American Italian. This is more like a modern spin, I'd say. Like, it's like a slightly upscale... I think of it as like your grandparents were from Italy and you're remembering what it was like. Wow. We're two generations removed from Italy. I don't think it was that authentic or anything. That's kind of my point. It's like Italian with a twist. Yeah. But um, yeah, we, it was really good. We had these fried artichokes. Yes. I, I Overall, I thought it was very good. I thought the it's a very cool location. Like it's right kind of on the light rail in Atherton. Huge windows, an awesome bar. You can sit there. Great date night. If I was a single man... And I was going on some first dates. I would take them to the bar at Indaco. Yeah, we loved the styling. We actually asked our, the bartender was our waitress. And we asked her about the chairs. How much did she say the bar chairs were? They were like $700 each. Yeah, because we were like, we like those. And she was yeah. like, yeah, I guess like the owner like freaked out when he knew that they were ordering those. But definitely worth it. Really pulls yeah. the room together. Um, but yeah, the fried artichokes were like heavy on the olive oil, heavy on the cheese. It was like almost too much, but it wasn't. Like when I first had a bite, I'm like, oh, this is like kind of oily. And then like... That's actually a very Italian dish. But it was, yeah, like with to have be like heavy on the olive oil like that was like fatty in a really good way. And those were pretty addictive. Um, I thought that the flatbreads were good. I don't know if I'd get that again. I think I'd probably stick yeah, to the pasta I, and some of the other like I liked the meatballs. You didn't like the meatballs. You thought they were a little dry. Yeah, the meatballs were a little dry. I liked the pasta was very good. I thought the pasta was We got a squid ink shrimp pasta that yes. was good. Um we got a tiramisu, which was like not a tiramisu. It's like their take on it. it was but I thought that just was like cool. a chocolate t- cake. T- mm, yeah, a couple. I just kind of like. I wouldn't call that a tiramisu. Yeah, it was like a. Like I don't like really. It's too much of a take to be called that. Like I mean, I don't really. I didn't. It just was chocolate, which tiramisu has chocolate, but like, I guess yeah. maybe there was mascarpone. But it just it was. But it was. It was good. But the bartender um, was really great, and she has an unfernetable cocktail yes which is like a dessert cocktail um and she like entered it in a competition like she's really cool and she does the bar program at oku also so for that restaurant group around here and um so yeah. they own oku indaco oat steakhouse mm-hmm. i think that's it yeah so we enjoyed it um yeah i'm gonna go back again um next week so that, yeah, so that you will liked, not be a you liked, comp. I liked, liked it enough, it to, go enough back. to go back. And, so it, that's and good. this time it won't be comped. So in other words, they won't know that we're coming. So it'll be interesting to see. Well, you just to told see. them now. So. I didn't say what day. Also, I said next week and it's who knows. Who like, knows when we'll post That's us. like an Adam Carolla thing too. Like when people say, okay, if it's Sunday, do you say this week or next week? If it's like. Technically Sunday is this week. Yeah. 
But it's like, I don't know. But some that's like it's unclear. If we're going on the Roman unclear Catholic calendar, what you mean. which we live by. Um but yeah, I mean I yeah, I liked it enough to go back. That's what I would say. Like, did I was my mind blown? No, but it was just like a solid experience. Yeah, it was, it was a place you it's gonna be consistently good food. Like you're gonna enjoy your time there. I don't know if we know if it's consistent yet from just going. Uh, one I've been time. there twice. So I mean, I think the food is going to be good. You're gonna have a good time. Like, is it uh, the best restaurant in Charlotte? No, but it's good food. Yeah, I think it was good. Um, we also went to Bossy Beulah's, as you said, which is like a little chicken shack type joint from Jim Noble down the street yeah. from Noble Smoke. Um, really small, like counter, and then like one long table, and really, a, you know, kind of edited menu of just fried chicken sandwiches, coleslaw, fries. What did you think of that? I liked it. I liked the fried chicken because it wasn't super fried. It was like a just had a nice layer of a kiss of breading a kiss of breading that's a good way to put it so i i like that it really you got the chicken flavor it wasn't just all breading you got you, you could, it was a nice juicy moist oh god chicken and i thought the who was it were oh, good. yeah it was like it was a batch maker who asked us why people don't like the word moist yeah I, I think, the, and I didn't want to say it because she was so polite and lovely, but I think it's because moist has like a sexual connotation in a way, but like a gross sexual connotation. Am I wrong? You talked about all these sexual connotations I have no idea about. Okay. So. I didn't have sex till I met you, so. Well, I'm, it doesn't have to be about us. I'm not talking about us having sex. I'm just saying like moist has like a, it's just, I, I think it's weird for some people because like it is about, it can, it's definitely a food word, but I think it's also like a sex word. Wrong? Am I wrong? You're asking the wrong person. Okay. I'll ask someone who has sex. Yeah. What they think. Like a long history of it. Right. Um, I like the fries at Bossy Beulah's a lot because they're like the kind that are like not super okay. crispy. Okay. Who do you and think has the best fries in town? Like they're browned. <sighs> well, I don't know because I personally like I try not to eat fries. I've mentioned that before on the pod just because I eat so many desserts. Like I can let go of the fried stuff. So yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Like you'd probably be a better person to I'm speak to I'm trying to, to think that. of who I. How are the fries are. at the Goodyear house? I thought that was a really cool concept. Those fries you, were very. They come good. in a bag and like you shake them up. Yeah. Right? So. And I love fries with mayo. The ones the way with he's the Goodyear, they come in a bag and then you get to choose like what type of salt you want. Does he have flavoring. salt and vinegar? Yeah, he has salt and vinegar. Oh. Um, Go he, on. And the one I got was Say a moist. Chile, probably chili. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not Chile. Yeah. I think it was a chili lime. I don't want to get it wrong. But mm-hmm. it was it was cool, and they like they pour it in and shake it right in front of you. And they serve it with mayonnaise, right? And mayonnaise. I'm sure you didn't. No, I don't like mayonnaise. But I I love like fries and potato chips and mayonnaise because I'm British deep down. Um, but yeah, where do you think has the best fries? McDonald's has really good. I'm gonna fries. have to think. I mean, of the fast food, it's Chick Fil A hands down. The waffle fries. Okay, but I don't feel like yes, I I think you're right, but I think you have to almost take that out. Why do you have to take it out? Because I would just like to know what your favorite tradi- traditional fry is. Well, that's what I, I don't want. Waffle to... fries in its own class, of course, it's better. Yeah, let me think. Who has the shape makes it better? You somehow. know what other place I really like as far as potatoes? Mm-hmm. I like the buffalo chips at Buffalo Wild. Those Wings. are really good because they're potato wedges. Yeah, well, they're like well, they are round. They're the aren't circular. They? Yeah, but no, those are good. Like I like. So should we talk about how your no chain is going? Okay. Your no chain twenty twenty because I've seen. I still a have couple not done of, fast food. Okay, BW threes is fast food. No, that's fast casual. It's it's still I broke it for sure. 
Yeah, that's a but chain. it's tax season, so I blame that. But you tried. Yeah. It, well, my whole thing is like I want to when I'm thinking about where I want to go instead of where I would normally go to like Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm trying to go to Flip Lows. So like get the same thing, but like support a local yeah. owned place. But you don't. You've been going to Buffalo. Well, that's Wild because Wings. it's far. Because you away. just love it though. But that's okay if you really love a place well, like that. Like yeah. There's and when wrong and when I have that. ten minutes. I can't drive to Pineville, which is 25 minutes. That's mm-hmm. an hour. Yeah, it's so. like a convenience It's tax thing. season. During, outside tax season, it'll be better. But So um, what's your favorite of the fast food fries, not Chick-fil-A? The Bow Rounds. The That's Bojangles. also not a fry. Also, the regular... I really like the regular... You can talk about the Bojangles fries. I like the, the regular fries. Bojangles fries, but not too much Cajun seasoning on them. See, I like when there's a lot of Cajun season. Those are actually probably my favorite fries like yeah. of the fast food like places. the old school mcdonald's fries but, where, we, but we had this conversation I know, you but, never had them with beef fat because they changed it over in 1990 and i'm hoping to god that your parents but they were definitely bad they were you definitely better a couple times when you were four but they were definitely better back in the day though yeah they used to be saltier i feel like um but i don't eat a lot of mcdonald's so i don't know but I w- i'd like to start oh the arby's curly fries okay but you can't they're all different, though. I do like the Arby's Curly the Fries. Ar- I, the Arby's Curly Fries is a classic. Like, that would be right... That might be right after Chick-fil-A for me. Arby's is really good. You just can't look at it. Like, don't take the, God, don't no. take the lid you off can't, that, We baby. shouldn't look at don't any Don't take the bun food. open. Um, I like Arby's. They actually have a really good turkey sandwich. Turkey. Which is random, but... See, I think I prefer the thinner fries. Like a, like a McDonald's, string? almost. But I like them, and I don't like them to be too crunchy. I like them like a little soft. Like the softer, the better. I like a soft fry. I like a soft fry too. Hmm. I don't know. I asked you the question, but I I'd really need to think it over before I said like an actual restaurant that I thought was the best. Anytime they as add far as potatoes salt and though, vinegar, I'm down. The potato like places that have the best potatoes. Um, the yolk. The mm, Tennessee fries. God, those are so good. Yeah. Those are delicious. And uh, um, Shy at uh, Yafo has those potatoes are kind of oh, similar to yes. the Tennessee fries. His those are, are so freaking good. good. And also um, the potatoes they have at Kebab J, which are like fermented oh and uh, pickled. They're basically pickled and then fried. Yeah, they are. They've got that nice briny kick. Yeah. Freaking love Kebab J. Um, yeah, that's my favorite thing to do at Yafo is like feel just like really healthy and be like, I'll have like the bowl with like some cucumber. And then at the end, you're like, and a side of mac and cheese, a side of potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> like once you get to the end of the line, I'm always just like, I forget it. Like I you just start healthy and you end. Yeah, it dirty. ends badly. I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was good. I'm not a big fried chicken person, but I liked it for the fries. I like the coleslaw. I thought it was good. Yeah. And I, I also really like their branding. I like. Thanks to Plaid. I like Noble smoke i like bossy bills i think it's a cool concept i like that they opened up on freedom drive and like trying to help that out area. that neighborhood yeah i think it's really cool and it just goes to show you that like it doesn't have to be in south end like people will go to your restaurant if it's not in south end it's okay i feel like just everyone wants to be there right now yeah maybe we're just bitter because you didn't buy a condo in south end and you bought a condo in uptown apparently when jason was buying his condo he was between those two but little did he know how South End was going to blow up. He would have been um, a millionaire. No, he 100% <laughs> would not have been a millionaire. Would have made a little more money, but I, I like to live in Uptown. I think it's kind of interesting how things have progressed, though, in Charlotte because 
So I bought my place in 2013. And at that time, I mean, South End was going, but there wasn't like, yeah, there was just, there when, was no way to know that when that you would went go out the way like uptown would not go. Like, well, when you <laughs> went out at night, like in South End, you would go to Oak Room. Mm hmm. Uh, where Hell Ryan Malotti yeah. liked to hang out all the time. I Girls, remember when I you met you, you told about. me that. You were like, yeah, I see him all the time. And I was like, who is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then you would go to like Dandelion, the Prohibition, the places mm -hmm. like over there. And the Epicenter. And, I mean, I went to the Epicenter a lot yeah, when I first epicenter. moved here. So I was, so Am at I proud the time, of it? No. like I was thinking, you know, I knew South End would develop, but I thought that there'd be more stuff uptown. It's just kind of developed uh, as, and I thought they put more condos uptown, but really all the condos in, in the apartments have gone to South End. So that's where all the restaurants have gone. I really want to know like how the restaurants uptown are doing like the, what's that fancy steakhouse? Eddie V's. Um, Those are all LaBelle doing Helene. good. They're all doing good because they have. Sukoshi. Because they, they have corporate clients. So well, those are like the corporate client places. You think the breakfast places are doing well? Like Toast? No. And now you're going to have. I don't think the Toast. Tupelo Honey is closing down there and going I don't uptown. think those places are going to do well. I think it's, I think breakfast is a hard sell. I think it, you do corporate lunches. Uptown's all about corporate. You can do corporate. lunches and dinners. But so yeah, most people don't Corporate dinners, out. corporate lunches. When yeah. the banks are bringing people in, they take them to the steakhouse like. Those places are doing fine. Tupelo Honey needs like to shut down emergency CPR. Like it's just they're they're not. Well, like, we the talked last about few times that. I've been there when I first went to terrible. Tupelo Honey in Asheville, which was its original location. It was it was legit good. Like the sweet potato pancake, yeah, and the like biscuits. it was good. And yeah. I remember I waited in line for like an hour to yeah. go there, and then we've we've gone a couple times here, and it's just the first time was passable. The next two times were like pretty bad like not inedible but like you're not you don't leave there feeling i'd much like rather go to a lot of other places yeah they sent us a little um as far as pr moves though go yeah i thought that was really cool so they sent um a box with uh, all of the ingredients to make a cocktail and first of all i like that because i like instead of doing an event it's really cool and nice when they come and like drop something off to you. Like we've seen that a few times recently. Like that's like, you don't have to do anything. Like, you know, they came to my work and that was fine. And then, um, I just thought that was clever because you don't really have to be a fan of Tupelo honey to like share that they sent it first of all, which is what happened with ours. And then like, that's fun. I'm like, never really knew how to like, um, cocktails are strange to me. That's part of the reason why I do just drink like tequila on the rocks. Like I never know the right ratios. So I thought it was kind of fun. I haven't made mine yet, but I'm saving it for a really sad day and I'm just going to get out the cocktail shaker and, you know, uh, I just thought that was cute. And they put like little chocolates in yeah, it. Yeah. No, I liked it too. Like that's a smart, that's a smart move. I'd like to hear about, so you went with Allie to uh, the melting pot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we haven't talked about that. Yeah. So I like, you know, I, okay. When I was in high school, Okay, everyone took their prom date to Melting Pot. Yes. That was like... Like before homecoming. You're like, but also you're going like, to get some cheese in her, and then like, that's going to get... You're going to get a blowjob. No. <laughs> a a blowjob? God, if I would... I just I just wanted a hug, honestly. <laughs> Aw. Well, you're, ne you're never getting a kiss. One. If I would have got a kiss, so. like that would have been fantastic. Oh my gosh, what a what a sweetheart. I didn't need one of those BJs <laughs> at that point in my life. Um, yeah, and then I would like... I went there quite a lot like that was like the place that was a good place growing up in cincinnati like well it's interact it's kind of like for a, a teenager it's kind of like a hot pot or right a, you get the interaction which or is a fun. korean barbecue like everyone likes to do that like i remember being jazzed and also like 
it's just good. And, and actually, so when, when we had this event, I was mostly just excited to see Allie and my friends. And I was sort of like, oh, like the melting pot. I'm a little unsure. And it was really good. And like, it's not because it's like a great restaurant. It's like they don't make it too complicated, right? Like who doesn't like cheese and chocolate? They Their ingredients are solid. Like they're not like, you know, premium ingredients or anything, but like it's cheese and chocolate and meat. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all stuff that like, it's pretty hard to screw up and they have a lot of sauces and a lot of like add-ins and the whole thing is fun. And I, yeah, it's fun. Like I was happy. I had a good time and I would go back. Yeah, exactly. Which I was, did not expect to feel that way. Like, like it's a fun experience to go with your friends and like you're talking and then you're like dipping and, and they do a great job of it. Like making it seamless. Like they don't spend too much time on like getting it ready. And like, they, you know, like, like the transitions are executed well. Like it's, uh, it's I don't know. Machine. It was good. Like, I don't know. I had a good time. I always like the apple, the green apple and the cheese is my favorite. And oh. I like the Swiss cheese. Um, like, or it's like the Gruyere, Gruyere one. We didn't get that Gruyere. one. Yeah. Um, Terry. and then the best Terry, that's what we call Jason's mom, Terry. <laughs> the madder she gets, the more you just go Terry, <laughs> but you don't say it to her. You just say it in your head yeah. and it just diffuses the situation. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start doing that with Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, you should try that one. Every time you get mad, you should just try saying things like in that voice. Like, this is stupid. <laughs> Why are we mad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't like fighting. Yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah. The best, pe- the best chocolate fondue is the original, I think, because they put peanut butter in it and that's mm. my favorite. And they do all kinds of crazy ones now with like Oreo and like Dolce de Leche. Like it's, you know, it's fancier it's fun now. times. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time and that was a good night. And that was after like all of the drama of the, the article. And so um, it was fun to just, kind of get back to why we got into this, which is to make friends and have a hobby and enjoy ourselves with like-minded people. And yeah, exactly. Like food is was, supposed to bring. Do we do a little shit talking? Absolutely. <laughs> well, food's, yeah. food's supposed to bring you together. Like it's this, it's the one thing that everybody has to do. Yeah. Like everyone has to eat. Well, when I started and I, I have like a, Jason has a response to the article that I think we're going to post on the blog and I started one and I'm having a hard time. Like I'm proud of you that you were able to do it because I, it, it's hard for me to gather my thoughts about it in a way. Yeah. Like my thoughts are all over the place. Like I think it's because it's hard to respond to an article that itself was all over the place. Like there were a lot of threads that were unexplored and I kind of felt the same way when I sat down. Like it is a tricky, like I can see why that article, yeah, that was, article wasn't cohesive because that is such a big topic. Well, and like it's it, so, it is difficult. There's so many different ways you can go down yes. a path of yes. writing like, and what's talking the angle? about food. But the thing I kept coming back to, and when I first like heard about the article, was like it's like food is love, right? Which is like that's not like my saying. Like people say that all the time, but it's like that's what it should be. And it's like yeah. you can't really look at someone and be like you're enjoying food wrong, you're sharing food wrong, you're, you know, like whatever it is. It's like it's it's not really doesn't seem to be a subject for debate as far as like how people enjoy and appreciate and talk about food. Like you can debate like whether like I like this kind of, you know, it's like I like this kind of food. I don't like it. But it's like kind of looking at someone and being like you're like talking about food wrong is just a very interesting angle, <laughs> which is sort of the angle that I felt the article was taking. Yeah, I don't honestly even know what it was talking about, but I just uh, my whole thing is how do we make the food scene better? And what does that even mean? 
And I've done a lot of thinking about it. I know. It's like, how long are we going to be talking about this? Everyone's probably like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. again? I don't know. Maybe by this time next year, we'll all be over it. Um, but, kind but, of, I, but kind of talking about Goodyear House. So we're having Chris on. He's We're actually doing the podcast tomorrow. And I think what he's doing is very cool. And I've done a lot. Of, I'm going to talk to him about this. But he's making food that's approachable, like very approachable, like instead of, but it's high-end stuff. So for instance, he has like his take on a bloomin' onion, which is basically like a fried onion. But instead of like being a Vidalia onion, it's one of those smaller onions and like, you know, a little bit more done up. And I think for for people to how we educate people who maybe don't know a lot about food or like higher end dining is like that's a good transitional way to get them like serve them something that they understand, but then they can see like oh this is better because like he used this ingredient and I like I, it's very clear what they're trying to do here, but it's not like so out there that like you can't see the connection to what the original food was. Yeah. I feel like that was, so for um, instance, he has a rice ball also, mm -hmm. which is almost you know, like an arancini, right? Is that how you say that? Arancini no, I, it's arancini? more of an Asian, like kind of like a curry, like the curry rice. Oh, ball, like from Roussans, but more of a teriyaki, but, but instead of doing like a sushi rice, he does the Carolina gold rice and he uses trout. So like he makes it super Southern. So he made like a Southern rice ball. That's, it's like ha has Asian flavors to it. So was it like the Rusan's one in consistency? Like that really? It, it wasn't crispy out. Deep no, fried? not no. quite like that. But it was. But it it was like where you could see the grains of the rice on the outside. Yeah, yeah, you could see that. That's cool. So I know you posted a picture. Of it. So I, I just think his. I just think, and I'm interested to talk about that. So I won't talk too much. But I just think that kind of approachability on a, just like a fan, like the food's good. It's it's easy to see what he's doing, but like in the sense that like the stuff is simple, he doesn't have anything crazy on the menu. It's like a goopy burger, but the goopy burger has like all this cool stuff that normally isn't on a burger and makes it really good. Did you try the burger? No, that's my one thing. I I'd picture like it's try. like a goopy burger. I think of like a, but big, like the fries he did where he, sauce. he takes the fries, which are just, you know, everyone knows what a French fry is, but then he'll put like cool ingredients on top that you might not ever try and serve it with mayonnaise. Cause that's a British thing. And like just trying to, trying to open your eyes a little bit, but slowly. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. Cause then if you have this, the fries there with mayonnaise and next time you see mayonnaise on another dish, you might be like, Oh, that's not disgusting. And then like, it just builds from there. I hope that's true for you. As you try certain things. It's not, no, not for me. This is for other people. Well, I know that's what, um, Dion talked about on his, he's got inside 485 when he did his, um, write up of it. He's talked about how like the, the pie was like so basic, like a grocery store pie. And it's like, I think that's kind of like, but that's like the point sounds like what's your, cause I haven't eaten there yet. So I don't know, but it sounds like that's the point, right? Like it's a simple sort of like pie you grew up eating only like, I'm sure like the crust is probably like a cornmeal crust with like local corn, you know, cornmeal. Like, I don't know, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't had it. It looks like a lemon pie, right? With yeah, corn, and, cornmeal. And that's the thing is like, but he was like the bread. People should good like great food doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah, one well, I know it can he also actually said, be extremely simple. We don't need to talk about him. Well, There's I just wanted to say <laughs> like you don't go to. He was like a bread can't be something that like keeps people going to a restaurant. And I just I kind of disagree with that. Like bread's my actual favorite food, and I will go to a restaurant um, for it. <laughs> people go to Kindred. I was gonna for say the like Kindred is surviving based on that milk bread, and I don't like. I think that's fine like i've driven 40 minutes each way just to get the milk bread and i've been very well, happy and that cultured butter i 
delicious. I just, I think it's cool. And, and you're seeing, and my favorite restaurant in America right now is the Co Bar at Mamafuku Co, which you should listen to David Chain. He just did an episode with the chef at Co and the general manager. So highly recommend David Chain. Um, but what I like about there is that they do approachable fine dining dishes. Like they do a bacon, egg, and cheese, but they do it with a quail egg. And then they do it with, instead of bacon, they do pork belly, but like in a Korean way. So it's approachable food that's not super expensive. And like you can see, like everyone has bacon, egg, and cheese all the time, but then you have it in this elevated way. And it's very, it's an approachable way to fine dining. And that's kind of, I like that stuff. And I think that's what Chris, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I kind of think that's what he's trying to do at Goodyear House. Yeah, it'll be awesome to have him talking about that. And I know you said that the setting is really nice too. And like, Yeah, and the way they did the... Kind of like a natural ambiance. Yeah, I of. mean, I told you I thought it was like Noma and you're like, oh, that can't be like that. But like just the way that it's just a lot of um, light woods, light colors, openness, like lots minimal. of light, minimal. Just a very, it feels, but but not not too sterile. Like they have the perfect balance between, like, simple, simple yeah, but not like you know they have pictures but on the wall stark. and family stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I want to come with you. I'll definitely come with you. Um, I had fun when we did our midweek date date to Kiki. So I need to just. Are you rem- coming tomorrow? What? No, I don't know about tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to make any promises <laughs> on a Monday. I already told you how I feel about Mondays. And w- what's cool about Goodyear House too now is like all the chefs in town are going like during the week. And they're staying at the bar. So if you want to like have a good food conversation, like now is the time to go. I'm sure and, that's like, what they all want to do is just talk to these people about food. <laughs> they do. It's fun. These people. When I went Jason. over there, <laughs> I went on Thursday and I talked to, um, and I wish I could remember the guy's name it was super nice from uh, Southminster. Uh, one of the chefs there. Apologize. I don't remember your name, but then I was talking to the owner of your house and like, it was just cool. Like it's a cool vibe. Everyone's very friendly. I, I think I think Goodyear is going to be... Well, and that kind of gets us back to what we were talking about before. Like, that's what it should be. Like, a restaurant, like, should be, a, you know, like, I don't know, like, just a nice gathering place and, like, a thing that you can bond over and make new yeah. friends. And, and it's, like, it's a Charlotte restaurant. Like, it... He's not trying to do, like, he's trying to make it stuff that he grew up eating. He grew up basically here and in Mississippi or one of those states. So, he, like, he's trying to do basically what he grew up eating but better fun times fun times well did we want to talk a little bit more in depth about anomaly since sure. we haven't done that i mean we've talked about it briefly um on a couple other pods but we haven't we haven't had a time just you and i to uh shoot you and i shit. will make a pad. that's beautiful anyway what do you want to say about anomaly well I just want to say that like to, ev- you know, there's just been a lot of, there's been a lot of chatter and the, <laughs> the point is the first dinner that we went to with him and the second dinner that we went to, they were both so amazing. Like, and why were they amazing? They were amazing because he was doing things that were, we went in with zero expectations on the first one. Like we went to someone's house and we walked off and we were like, this cannot be right. <laughs> like yeah, we thought we were like, going to a restaurant. We just followed like the address on the invite. And 
Um, you know, we'd never heard of Sam. Like we looked him up after we got the invite and saw on his LinkedIn that he had been at Alinea. So we did have some high hopes, but that's literally all we knew was looking at his LinkedIn profile. Um, and you could immediately see like the passion and the level of care that Aaron and Sam were taking um, with every portion of the meal, like with like the playlist Very for each dish. Um, Everything was thought through. The wine was like, you know, they were unusual wines. Like some of them were natural, but some, you know, it's like, but mostly they were just like, like this, the thoughtfulness of the pairing was, you know, at, like at the highest level. And then the food he was doing was like just some crazy stuff like that, like, you know, 50 layer potato with a big thick piece of truffle, um, the chocolate mole, um, or not that, you know, like the chicken mole, right? So, um, you know, putting the chicken in like a shell of chocolate and then breaking it open with the bone and, um, and it was not just unusual. Like that's the thing. Like, yes, everything was kind of crazy and outside of the box, but it was executed well. Um, and that's not to say that like everything was perfect like we could tell even at that first meal like there were some kinks that needed to be worked out but like we were swooning like it, it's one of those meals where it's like you know i know a meal is good when i'm like you know i start moaning i start doing a happy dance my eyes are rolling are back moaning? in my head i did a little moaning wow yeah Sexual. i have like an actual moist you know <laughs> i have a reaction to really good food right i mean you know it you don't really have much of a reaction yeah, you have kind I, of a poker I go, face i go oh yeah, 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 that's oh. true. You do have like a little jolt of an O. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't know, I'm a, uh, you yeah. know, when something's good, I'll kind of like. very even kilter. Yeah, I'll kind of like, but I'm not. Like I show my no, emotions God, no. in all aspects of my life all over my face and it's something I'm, you know, working on. But I don't really need to work on it when it comes to food, which is good. So yeah, like when something's like fine, like, you know, I'm pretty like stone cold poker face. But when it's good, I'm like grabbing Jason's arm and I'm like, this is amazing. Like, Don't and that's, touch me. And that's how I was at the first meal. And then the second meal, um, at Lincoln's back in, was that just yeah, December yep. was even better. Like he repeated a couple of the same dishes. Um, and they were even like more refined and worked out and like tried a couple of new things again, like kind of seemed like some of it needed some smoothing over on a few, but, um, it was like a magical night because you felt like you were in the, you were in the presence of a young, creative, full of energy, like smart, like couple of folks. You know what I mean? Like they're both like doing something really cool. Yeah, it's almost like going like if you would have seen Nirvana, like yes, when they were seventeen years old, like a in band Seattle. that's up and coming or an artist that's up and coming. And you like, never heard of them, and you're like, who are these people? And then like two years later, they're making trillions of dollars. Yeah, you felt like you were like on the ground. And floor sometimes you don't know like of something that was you know like yeah you, know you just have good. but you have a feeling like you're like this could really yeah. be something, and like you guys have like the energy and the passion and the talent to make it something. Yeah. Um, and we like, I don't know. It was just like, and we went with, we went with Chrissy and we went with Allie mm -hmm. and then we all the bought, and time. then we all bought tickets for the January. So the only dinner that we got for free for anomaly, cause I want to be clear. Cause like in the chatter on the internet, there's been a lot of misinformation. Like, so we did get that first dinner for free. The only other influencer, you know, and you know, we'll just say that word for lack of a better one who went to, um, media. you know, the only other media person who went to that first dinner that was held in a private residence back in, October yeah, was um, Kristen Weil from Unpretentious Palette. That's it. Okay. Those were free comp meals. The next one in December and then the one after that in January, we paid for. And Chrissy from um, 
off the Eaton Path and Allie from Eat Drink CLT attended the December and the January ones with us, and they also paid their yeah. way. Um, we do think that there were some comped meals given out for both of those. We don't know. I know of one, I think, for the December one, but like we're not like wasn't us it was not like that was a that was not a media event like there might have been a couple i think he had some people drop out at the last minute so he decided to get some instagram yeah, which is or, what every and, restaurant does. right why wouldn't you why would you like let you, the seat you go? have to serve people might as well get somebody in yeah there. so there were a few comp tickets not ours either time we really liked it and we wanted to support it he did give us a coupon code to use for our followers which that for we, everybody that we use too so everybody yeah. got to use it and um, so we did get money off, but that's so, but we paid, I mean, lot. it was like $150 each both yes. times. And that's, and we wouldn't have paid to do it again. And neither would Christy and Allie if it weren't yeah. that. So why, we all, why we, would we, yeah, what I do mean, we don't owe? we don't know Sam, like do, we don't go back 20 years. Like this is not some like elaborate scheme. Like, do I consider him a friend now? Absolutely. I do. Like, I think that he and Aaron are wonderful people and I'd like to get closer but like, we're with putting them, but money, like we're using our own money for this. Like, yeah. And because we like them as people, yes, that, but separate we from do that. On and these like, two things are separate. We think what they do is amazing. So I think there's been some idea that like, oh, people just support their friends, right? Like Rob mentioned that last week, like, and we talked about that a little bit, but it's like, we have people we like and we want it, like we're friends with them. And like, but yeah, we've had the like, fact that we love their we've food. We've had like and, 55 guests on this pod already. And like, we don't go to all their restaurants all the yeah. time. <laughs> Yeah. So just because we have someone on doesn't mean that we're then and, there every night, and we're like, paying, or that we like, or that we form a friendship. We vary, those two things, and both. like high end restaurants like that, they very rarely give you stuff for free. At least us. I mean, I mean they, I'm sure they give other people yeah. stuff for free, but like we're paying our way. Like every time I go into Bardo, I pay to go. Like they're not giving. Well, at that like, level, it's a lot harder to comp tickets. You're yeah. talking about a much higher. Like every once in a while, they'll amount. serve. A, they'll send out like a drink or. Uh, they want me to try something, but like for the most part, like we're paying our way. And it, it, and if they ever do that, like I always tip extra because I want to make sure that a the servers get their fair share. But like we're not we're not going to these places for free. And also, and this is something that Ali brought up last week. We also wouldn't lie, right? Like, and that's something that a, that a person reading our blog or listening to the podcast or following us. And if you're hate following us, that's one thing. God bless you. I, I hate follow a lot of people, but if you trust us and you value our opinion, like that's like you can't really do anything other than just be yourself. And if people like like that and trust you, then like you can take our word. But like, yeah, But I'm telling you, and Jason's telling you, like we're we don't, you know, like we're not we going to tell you where, something's good. We put money where our mouth not. is, if you will. Um. And, you know, it was brought up that, like, I don't care where you've been, like, this is not good food. And it's like, well, there is something to the fact that once you've been to a lot of fine dining places, um, you know, you do know what's what's good. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know how else you get good at, like, knowing, you know, what fine dining should be other like or anything other than doing it a lot. Right. Uh, like, I've been 100%. to Barry's like 10 times. Um, going back to that well, it's and just, I couldn't go a 10 on the treadmill until today. So it's like the more you do something, this is as true in anything in life, the the better you get at it. And I think that my, like our palates and everything else and our kind of expectations, like we have more of a, a background of things to pull from. And like, so it does like, so saying, I don't know. So that's just kind of a, a side attack that came into this whole conversation about on yeah, anomaly that, that's saying not the like point. you don't that, know anything because you've been places and it's like, well, actually that is kind of how so, you start to know. But what's the point good. is, is that the third meal that we had, which was in January, we were super pumped for it. We paid for our own way. Not only did we pay our own way, we recommended like 10 people to go to it. 
And the meal itself did not meet the expectations that we had of the previous two meals. It was very disappointing. And the next day we... And we felt bad because yes. not only we had recommended it to all these people to come. So like... We felt like that did reflect on us a little bit, right? Yeah, like sort of like that talking. comment I just mentioned where it's like, wow, you must not know what is good. And so I wanted to put that out there that like it was very good the first two times. But at the if same time... If you went time, to that one in January on that first night that we did, it was not at the same level. And, and if you were disappointed, like we are right there with you. It was disappointing. And the reason why I think it wasn't as good is I think he tried to do too much on this Nets meal. So he tried the first two meals we had, the first one you could tell like he had been planning this for like six months. He had basically every dish nailed. He did like one or two things a little wrong, but like everything was executed well. The second meal we had in December, he did kind of half new things, half old things. So he like, you know, he took the really good things that he liked from the first one and then added a couple more. This last one, he basically changed up the whole menu. So it was a completely brand new menu. Um, I don't think he gave himself enough time um, in Charlotte. So he's living in Chicago. So I think he like, and it, it's not so just it, him. It's just he has a team. Like when you're, when you're testing out all these things yourself in your own little kitchen for one person, it's much easier to execute than like when you have to make 25 dishes for 25 people all come out at the same time. Well, and he, he has to, like, get people to help him out, like, night of. And a few of them have been yeah. there with him, like, consistently. But so once had the new dinners people, have gotten bigger, he's got new people. Yeah, so he had new people in there, a brand new menu, and he just didn't execute it right. Now... Well, he I, also prepped at his mom's house, whereas the other times he had prepped in a commercial yeah, kitchen. Yeah, but I don't think... I mean, we don't need to give excuses. Like, it wasn't... No, I'm, like, no, I'm just... We're giving reasons why yeah. we think it was maybe not as good, yeah, right? True. Um. And I've said this to Jason and I'll say it now. Like, I think that that meal, even if it had been executed perfectly, would not have been as good as the two previous meals we had because I feel like some of the dishes were just the the con- the concept was not as good. And, and, and you I'll, disagree with that, I think. I think but, I disagree. I think, though, I think so the whole concept of a cafeteria. I don't mean the concept of cafeteria. No, no. I mean like the individual uh, but dishes. But I think the concept was cool. You know. Like it was basically nostalgia from the lunchroom. Like when you were little, what did you eat? And I like, agree completely. I love but the concept. But I do agree with you that like the flow of the menu didn't really make a lot of sense. There like were just it, some it wasn't in- ingredients that I don't think maybe they, you know, they w- could have been better. I think it could have been good, but I don't know if it would have reached the heights of the other dishes that yeah. we had. And, and like, it's hard to say because they weren't executed well, so I didn't have them better. So I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, I did like the concept. So some people took issue with the concept and I think that the concept doesn't translate well into pictures, which we talked about a little bit last week, but like, that's a fun, I like things that are themed and fun. Um, yeah. And I, and and I like, like the idea of, of putting that pairing, you know, of, of the fun with the fine dining like that. That's exciting Because when me. you have, like, a lot of fine dining restaurants do that. Like, when you have a restriction on something, like, I'm only going to do vegetables. It gives you, like, f- it, you, you have to be super creative. And, like, it actually gives you freedom to do this other, other stuff that you wouldn't try. Helps because, you like, focus, like, a I little can't, bit more. I can't have meat in this, so I have to do vegetables. Or, like, for him, it's like, I have to do something that's nostalgic, so I'm going to do all this stuff. I think that was cool. It um, also helps him put his heart into it And what I struggled too. with and why, like, I haven't really said anything about it or written anything about it is I don't know how to how to I think the concept of what he's doing is very cool but he didn't execute it right 
and it's very hard to write a piece praising a concept of something, but then saying like the food isn't good without, I, I didn't want to come. I haven't figured out a good way to do that yet. Well, now we're just in the place where it's like, we have written a good review on our site and we stand by that. He did have an off night. Everybody has an off night. Um, but what sucks for I him wanna, about having an off night is like, yeah. it is expensive. People paid $150, $200 if, if you got yeah. the wine pairing to go to this thing. And if you're disappointed, if you didn't have a good meal, like those people are not coming back. And I don't, and, and, the, and, that's, and I don't blame you can't them. blame them. Yeah. Like if you have like, you know, if, if he weren't like a good friend of ours and that like at this point and that we hadn't been before, well, and if we would have never gone and back. If you're either. just like a, there's no other place in Charlotte doing anything like this. So, and most people have never been to an 11 Madison park or a, you know, a three Michelin star restaurant. So they don't know what he's trying to do. So it's automatically weird for them just starting. Well, and that's why we so took it has issue. to be like, it has yeah. to be, a, it has to be like absolutely incredible just yeah. because it's so foreign, I think. But, and one yeah, of the things exactly. we took issue with, with the queen city nerve article, which my first impression after reading that article was like, I liked it. I thought it was pretty fair as far as a lot of the things that were mentioned, except for a few points. So the one point being that like, the author said she didn't get a playlist, but some influencers got one. That was from the December dinner when you got to take home a CD. Um, you were asked to submit a song that he was playing for the January one, but unless I'm wrong, and Sam can correct us when they come back on next week, but no one got a CD, influencer or otherwise, for that meal. So that seemed like a little bit of like research that could have been done there on that point. Um, and then yeah, well, I just the, the other idea that was that it was a scam. Yeah, and let's see, that's right? that's my whole point. Is like it's not a scam. Like we got what had he, or we got got doing, or whatever the quote was. What he's doing is like very high level trying to execute. So it's not a scam. He did not execute it right. He didn't have a good night. He didn't have a good night. Yeah, or whatever that, like, that whole menu. It's like, like I don't if you know go what to see Michael went, Jordan but, yeah. and Michael Jordan is a, the best basketball player in the world, but he went one for twenty on that one basketball night. And it's like, well, everyone knows Michael Jordan. He's fucking good, but on this one night, he sucked. And like, but we don't hold that against him for the rest of his career. Yeah. And like you so, said, it's but, like, you can understand why people but like everyone understands the Michael Jordan part, but right. everyone doesn't understand the fine dining. But part. you're not going to say Michael Jordan's a joke. I can't believe I bought into this Michael Jordan stuff. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And you might be disappointed and whatever. And like people, when you pay money, like yeah, you have an you, absolute right to be satisfied. For sure. And I think that what he did was, and other people said that like there were complete comps given out. I don't know about that, but um, we were not given a comp like he did. Um, he offered a $50 coupon yes, to the Nets for your oh. next booking. Um, and then also full disclosure a few weeks after that, or a few days after that, I don't even remember. He did invite us to come back in for free, um, this Thursday, which we are doing, which we are doing. So, and we're, and always, we're, and we're always honest with you as far as when we get it for and free. And I was or planning on going back pay, so. anyway. I don't know if we would have gone we back. We wouldn't have gone to this one. I think we would have given him a little bit more time yeah. just because were we like, you know. Well, we've like, gone to three in a row. I mean, we've spent a lot. We've spent $600. Season. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of reasons We've spent why. the most money. I mean, I have to ask him if anyone's gone more than three times, but we've spent the most money probably of anybody that has gone to his meals. Yeah. So we are going to try it again and we have really high hopes and we like, don't believe that, you know, we just kind of saw like some online bullying, which has been more and more frequent, um, lately. Yeah. I think, well, especially on Twitter, the thing with Charlotte, like people are so mean. Well, the thing with food <laughs> is like, we need lots of different types of places. We, and what we don't have in Charlotte right now is a high end tasting menu place. So 
it's cool that he's trying to open this up because it just adds another type of food that we can eat in Charlotte. And, and he's a young guy doing it on the, you know, he and Aaron, like they're bootstrapping it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're in Lincoln's, they don't have a team. They don't have a bunch of money. They don't have investors. Like they're trying to get some, like they're trying to do a bunch of things, but it's like, you know, they're doing kind of what they're doing this thing with what they have, which but is you really can't say that like cool. what he's trying to do is not cool and not, and also it's it might not be another for person. you. Yeah. Like the people saying that, like they probably think that going anywhere we go would be stupid. Right. Like, like a lot of your parents yeah. even say that to us. They oh, go yeah, like, pain. you guys spend this much on a well, meal. Like you go mom, on a trip my mom based said on a it, meal. My mom yeah. said it perfectly, which was like, I'd rather spend this money on clothing than on food. She said, I respect that this is your hobby. I would never do this again. And I think that's fair. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, well, some people like to spend to their spend money on cars or clothes. Clothing or you know travel Sports. like for some people like it's like everyone has their their thing and like we don't have a lot of talent so eating is our hobby <laughs> speak for yourself <laughs> um, don't put me in your and we want to support right. it but i think that if you think it's you know i also think that and that, well, my, my to... biggest issue that i took is that the people who were saying this on twitter um and also on this facebook post that we saw like they hadn't gone to the dinner um yeah, I mean, like, I would so, say, so to say this is trash, look at a picture, say that people are so crazy for spending money on this. Like it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty big leap to say that if you didn't go yourself and you sound kind of ignorant talking about something you didn't experience that way. Yeah. I mean, you, I don't know how you can bash something if you've never been to it, but especially with food because food your is all so about, you didn't spend money on it. Yeah. If you had and you didn't like it, I could see how you have a right to be a, a little more upset. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I think just in general food, like I said earlier in the pod, food's supposed to be a happy place, a good place where we can come together, have good times. Um, and I, I, I think a lot of it is Kia's fault for writing this article that tore a lot of people up when she didn't need to do that. We need to come and together. And people being like, you know, like we need more criticism and who's it's kind of like what Rob good, was saying. Like, like, yeah, like, right. Like, and you, it's like we're all in and this so together. People are feeling like I have to say this to be good. I have to give criticism. Well, like, and and, first of all, like criticism, and the Piedmont, like it's like what the Piedmont culinary go, what everyone says is like tides, right? Uh, rise all boats, right? Or whatever the same rising it's like, tide helps all the boats. Helps all boats you get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so like, the more re- the more good restaurants we have in Charlotte, the more the better. Well, you shouldn't look at anyone like trying to to get their dream off the ground and say, "Ha ha, you had a failure, you suck," which is what was happening online. Um, and Sam also posted this something on Facebook about how he was been struggling with depression um, in the last year, and that's kind of like how Anomaly came to be, right? Like came out of his depressed place and gave him like a reason to live. And we live in a time where it's like a lot of people struggle with depression. So to like actually, and I'm, this happened with a, you know, a notable Instagrammer um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, there was a, some dim sum controversy, right? Um, but if you're going to start like actively bullying someone on the internet, I think you need to think about like how you're going to feel. <laughs> like it happened to you i mean people yeah made think mistakes. about how that must feel right to like people have made mistakes and like in general we're talking about food here like it's not life or death we're trying to make like it's supposed to be positive positive. and you don't like just being offended by something someone said you're not really making it better by and you're like, not by mocking them and like by 
I don't know. It's just like, I just, I hope people think about like people's mental health when they start doing that. Because I know that if, but I mean, part of it is like, if you, if you have a following, like you should be prepared for that. So like, I don't think it's unfair what people are doing. It doesn't make it right though for I, other I people agree. to start. And I, I think I think what they do actually is they're trying to ride the coattails of other people's popularity when they do that too. You know what I mean? It's like what if I get into a, a Twitter fight with this person, then I'm going to get some notoriety. Yeah, um, I, that could definitely be part of it. I mean, I just I think it's just so easy to go online and just write a tweet without thinking about it. Just imagine if and, you could say that to the person's face. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> and like what I did, I actually called another food blogger, which I've never done before. So I've never met him. And I wanted to talk about like what he had written and what he was thinking, like why he wrote stuff like that. And I think that's, we need to have more conversations like that. And it was Just, like immediately diffused, right? Like whatever kind of feeling that you had been having, right? Once you spoke to yeah, him on the phone. Because what I thought about, I was like, I'm going to write him an email. And I'm like, no, that's just going to like me be, me being angry. I'm going to just say, hey, I'll call you tomorrow. Give it 24 hours. And we had a good conversation about like what he's trying to do, what he thinks about food. And I thought that was cool. And I think we need more food writers in town. We need, in general, the more people writing about food and bringing notoriety to food, the better it is. Same thing about more restaurants. It's like, well, there's no we barrier to entry. Anyone can, we talked about this before a bunch of times, but anyone can do it. So the fact that you can't get mad about someone not doing it the way you would do it, because it's like, hey, that's their platform. And if you get mad about someone, you can do it yourself. Yeah. If you don't, yeah. If you think they're not doing it right, go do, go get your own account. And I think that's awesome that you guys talked on the phone and I thought that was really cool. And I think, yeah. Well, it starts, I think you know, that anything like we can on complain, a tweet or an but email, but we can complain DM, like all, like I've, I've said some things on Twitter recently especially like with the horror article thing and like some things were said after, in all caps after i said it i was like <laughs> you know what this isn't helping it's not helping the charlotte food scene like how do we help the charlotte food scene it's just like we need to have more real conversations with each other and that's what this podcast is about so it's easy to get worked up when you read something Absolutely. yeah and you don't know the tone and yeah especially when it's 120 characters and people are just like you know it's just Twitter's not a good place. <laughs> no. And I'm glad that we talked about it because, yeah, I just, I feel like, and there's there's not, not enough context around it. Like, I feel like, yeah, we do, that's why, like, for our platform, like, we, we're a little bit more negative on the blog and we are a little bit more, you know, there's more criticism on our blog and more criticism on the podcast versus on Twitter or Instagram because we can't give context. So when we can sit yeah. down like this and talk for an hour and give context, like, I think that... Yeah, and it's just hard, like, you, you know, you have to... Hopefully we're not hurting any feelings. It is complex. And there's, there's what's... What a, part of what I love about food is there's so many layers to it. It's, it. First is like, does it taste good? But then like, what is he trying to say with this dish? And then it's not only that, it's like how the restaurant is running and how everything's coming together and what what is it all, what are they trying to accomplish with the way things are laid out and what's the thought behind everything? Like there's so many different things you can think about at a restaurant. Not only that part of it, but just that every day is a different show and a different experience. So it's like you're going to a Broadway show, but like literally it changes up every day. So that's the coolest part about food that I like. Absolutely. And we're excited to go like, you know, like this is a comp dinner Thursday at Anomaly, but we're excited to go and support Sam. Like that's, you know, I, we have nothing but hopes. Yeah. In other words, like I, we're not going to look at someone and hope they fail. <laughs> so I hope for you know, sure. It's like, and, we need I even mean, we when need, they're not like, our friends. And just I don't like, want somebody to fail. There's a lot of cool, like Goodyear just opened up. Everyone like 
it's doing super well, but we need to support that. We need to support the Bardos and the Stanleys and those places that they're doing really good food out there. And we need, when you're deciding, and this is my whole point of why I'm trying not to do fast food and chain restaurants. When you're deciding, do I want to spend $50 going to a chain or do I want to spend $50 going to the Stanley? Let's think about going to the Stanley. You can get the best burger in Charlotte at the Stanley for $18. Yeah. That's my whole point. Absolutely. Well. What's the best thing you had this week? Gosh. Well, I wanted to get the bread soup from Lincoln's, but they were out. Thanks, everyone, who probably bought it on the snow day. Took all my bread soup. I haven't had it yet this season, so I just had a BLT. Bread soups? Um, We did Sun Basket this week. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, so I thought that was interesting because I've been wanting to try it because I like Blue Apron and their whole thing is everything's organic. But I found out that the meats are not organic. You have to pay extra and it's like a lot extra. Like each steak is like $8 more. And I I get that because organic grass-fed meat is expensive. But like if you're going to get three meals from Blue Apron all all together, it's 60 bucks. If you're going to get three of the same from Sunbasket with organic meats, it's like closer to 100 yeah. So um, I don't know that we'll keep up with it, but I actually thought they were better than Blue Apron probably. They were faster. Like they do more of the prep for you, which is something like sometimes like they don't do the prep for you on Blue Apron. And it's like, if you send me a wedge of cabbage, just give it to me shredded, which is what they did with some basket. You know what I mean? So like oh, do I know it took about, mean? well, I mean, you don't because you don't cook them, but that's okay. So anyway, it took about 25 minutes and wow. they were like really simple and really flavorful. Um, what do you think? About Sun Basket compared to Blue Apron. I wish I knew the thing that was shut your bitch ass up. Okay, well, they don't even work. They're not loud enough, so you just say it, which you just did. Shut your bitch ass up. Did you? you, you so you don't want to hear me talk about no, this. that was so. funny. I liked. I actually liked <laughs> the Sun Basket. I thought it was very good. How do you think it compared to the Blue Apron? I, this is a well, podcast. I mean, it was hard. Talk. <sighs> I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me. Um, I thought they were very good. I mean, we've only had two, so it's hard for me to compare against all Blue Apron, which we've had a bunch of yeah. times. But I thought the two that we had were very flavorful and good. I would definitely eat those two meals again. My, I guess my bias might have been that it was just faster, which I liked. So yeah. I don't know. I want to get it. I think if so, I think because to fix the price differential, I would just get two versus three, and then I only have to cook twice that week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really. As far as the best thing. Uh, it was definitely going to be the batch maker um, again, coming in hot. So Jason like, picked up some. Like there's very few, like her brownies. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Okay, so Go you picked it. up a box of goodies and yeah. you, want, we, you wanted to try the muffins. You specifically wanted to try the cereal milk muffins, but she had s'mores muffins and the s'mores muffin was really good. Um, and then you got a coconut brownie. And I was like, no, I saw she had oreo brownies you should have gotten that and you said the coconut looked the best and i should not doubt you because Never doubt me it was like i've had like you know the caramel brownie the regular brownie the rocky road brownie so i guess this is like the fourth one i've had this was like another level like i I felt feelings in my body I've never felt before, <laughs> ever. Um, she put like, like I, what? I don't know if it was like a, it was almost like a Samoa Girl Scout cookie in there or some other kind of cookie. It was like a caramel shortbread situation in the brownie. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, it was extra moist, okay? Extra moist, mm. extra chocolatey. Like it's like her, they're almost a little underbaked or they've got chocolate chips in there. Like I don't know what the hell she does, but 
It's like the thickest, Ugh. most moist brownie you've ever had, but like in the most perfect way. I just can't even. If you haven't gone, like you have to go get the brownie. You have to. And I'm, I don't even like brownies. You don't. You hate them. Like I mean, you know, you they're fine. God, like, you hate them. It's hard to talk to you sometimes. I'm just saying a brownie is not what I would pick. But when you're there, you have to pick but it. But there, it's like, I think it might be the thing she does the best. And that's crazy to say because she does a lot of things well. All right, I can tell you just want your... What's the best thing you ate this week, What Jason? are you talking about? I haven't I done anything. I can tell you're just over what I'm no, saying. No, keep talking about the brownie. No, I'm done. The best thing I had this week was uh, the rice ball at Goodyear House. Mm-hmm. And it was so... The sous chef Tyler, and I can't think of his last name, so sorry about that. Um, he it is kind of his dish, and like I said, it's it's like an Asian dish in essence, but with all Southern food done a Southern way. So Carolina gold rice, trout. Um, I'm not quite sure what the soy sauce type thing was, what that was made out of, but. It was all like local southern ingredients, and it was just so good. I could eat like a million of those. It didn't photograph great. <sighs> and some it's of the best delicious. food, some of the best food does not. Yeah, ugly, delicious. Well, it was good potting with you. I had a great time. Why don't you time. stop strumming on that and just play us out? Um, I just want to say okay. that I love you, and sometimes you don't think that, but it's okay. <laughs> I love you too. I'm sorry. Sometimes I think you just want me to shut up. Haters gonna hate.